everyone, and welcome back to the Hallmarkies podcast. You have joined us for Chesapeake Chats, where we talk all things Chesapeake Shores. I'm your host, Carrie, and I have Anne with me today. Hey, everybody. I'm so glad you're here, Anne, because I know you've been looking forward to these episodes specifically yes. for one person in particular. Yes. That's exciting. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Well, so, okay. So what has been your, I don't know, your thoughts on season five so far? We're only three episodes in, but um, what do you think? I think that, I think it feels different. Um, I think it feels fresh and mm -hmm. like some, you know, the writer, new writer, show director, um, you yeah. know, the change in the, um, some of the casting, I yeah. think that it's really breathing some fresh air into this, um, into this show that I personally really needed, <laughs> um, to keep watching and to be able to enjoy it. But I have enjoyed watching these last couple episodes, you know, they're yeah. doing some different stuff, um, mm -hmm. tackling some different things and, um, I, I think they're doing it well. I do too. I, I totally agree with you. One thing I've noticed every episode, all three of the episodes so far is, um, the pacing has been really just great. In my opinion, it's kind yeah. of fast paced actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if like, they're just squeezing a lot in cause it's, we, yeah, we need so many, so many family members and so many. Yeah. Right. And even there are some episodes that don't have certain cast members yeah. a part of the storyline, which we'll talk about. But um, I think the pace is fantastic to the point yeah. where I'm surprised sometimes when it's the end of the show. I'm like, what? I yeah. Can't it's or I'm like, wow, they covered so much ground in like in that time. Like so yes. many things happened with so many people. It's like, wow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it I didn't like. feel too rushed. You know, it felt like. Okay, we saw almost everybody and you know yes. something happened with them and we know where they are, you know. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. So, okay, so here on the Hallmarkies podcast, we are starting a bi-monthly coverage of season 5 Chesapeake Chats. And so we're going to talk about two episodes each time that you see us twice a month. So, uh let's just jump right into season 5, episode 2, which was called Nice Work If You Can Get It. And really, I thought this was a great episode. It was a huge episode for Abby. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, it was. I mean, very big. We got to talk about Trace first. Yeah. So, yeah. wow. <laughs> I mean, they just closed up that storyline and packed him yeah. up and he is gone. I mean, how do you think? Did you like how they handled that this episode? I honestly did. I think that. I think it was really smart, very smart um, to do the flashbacks. Yes. And I think that they worked well, you know, they kind of had her running or in bed and yeah. then she would just think about what happened that way, you know, like, okay, she's been dealing with this. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, her and trace weren't really, weren't actually together, I yeah. think for the last season, but they are saying goodbye. So it's very difficult because they've been in each other's lives for years. Yes. Um, but you know that she's somewhat separated what from it and still thinking about it, but they're showing us. So I think it was a really good way to do it, but then be like, okay, well, we want to introduce somebody new and not have to wait so long. So we're right. going to do it this way, which yeah. I think is really smart. I, I totally agree. I thought it was really, really smart. And in fact, I, 
I wondered with all the rumors of Trace leaving the show, you know, you kind of wonder, would he ever come back, visit the bridge, you know, all of that. But then, I mean, that was answered real quick for me when the scene that he is selling his half of the bridge to Mick, he's selling it yeah. back. Mm -hmm. he's he's like cutting all ties severing ties pretty much yeah. with Chesapeake Shores and she's like don't leave on account of me and he's like yeah I was staying on account of you I was like <laughs> okay the sass all right <laughs> yeah that was I was like wow okay we're in the middle of sweet Sally's here and y'all are like <laughs> No. going for the jugulars here okay i feel like i would go to sally's just to get in on the fresh drama of the o'brien family like just just to see who i can see like how many other places are there because it seems like it's just sally's it's just sally's that's the small town beauty of chesapeake shores yeah. i guess it's just it's sally's. the it's the it's the town place yeah exactly okay yeah so he he sells his half the bridge and uh, what I thought was kind of sweet was the whole family said goodbye to him at the bridge that one mm -hmm. night. Yeah, everybody's there. They're celebrating something. I think I'm um, breathing home. <coughs> Excuse mm -hmm. me. And uh, and he comes in and they all kind of say goodbye to him, which was, you know, he's been in all of their lives for such a long time. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but he tries to leave, actually sneak out without saying goodbye, really. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, goodbyes are very difficult, especially when it's like a final goodbye, like he was pretty much doing like that's yeah. that is really hard and and yeah. not everybody can, you know, deal with that. Well, I mean, I don't yeah. think I do it well either. So, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I thought that was a really a good exit for him on the show mm. to just kind of yeah. leave and they had a few more words. Yeah. said that things needed to be said, you know, all of that. Mm -hmm. And then she does it does show her processing like yeah. you said, on the run, you know, she's running and she's processing. She's almost crying at the end. Yeah. And, and, and it really just felt like a really, I mean, done. It, it was. Yeah. And yeah. Let's move. They on. were like, we want to put this to bed in a good way and be like on the way to something else. And so totally. they, however they thought about that, they killed it because they executed it well. And it feels yeah. like, okay, it's over. And it feels like, okay, we're trying to move towards, you know, trying yeah. to get over this and leave it behind us. Yeah. Which is actually, I think it's totally well done because what we have come to expect from Abby and Trace is a, oh yeah, right. You know, yeah, right. They're not done. Yeah, yeah. right. They're gonna, they'll get back together mm -hmm. soon. They'll end up together. But for us as fans to actually feel the finality yeah. of it, really well done writing, you know, really, yeah. really executed. Um, I mean, that see, I wasn't here for episode one, but that episode one fight that was, yeah, I think we all felt that. And I was like, okay, well, this is how they're going to do it. That makes sense. Cause this feels final, you know, yeah. this feels intense. Yes. Yes. Like we're not coming back from this. So, mm -hmm. I mean, and that's, that's it. It was so funny watching the third episode. My daughter was like, um, she was kind of popping in and out and she was like, oh, it's you know, has Trace, have you seen Trace yet? And I was like, honey, he's gone. He's, he's not here anymore. Like he's, he was done. And she was like, oh, wow, really? They really did that? And I said, yeah, I mean, they, you know, so she kind of didn't believe it. Yeah. But it's, it is, it's going to be different. It, yeah. I mean, it is because he's been around this, 
entire time. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be different. Yeah. For me, I don't think that's a bad thing, but that's just <laughs> a personal opinion. <laughs> Personally, I think I like where things are going. And so I'm really invested now in the show and where yes. things are going. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy to see things wrapped up so well. And yeah, now I'm me looking too. forward. Me too. I feel yeah. exactly the same. So, okay. So speaking of Abby, this being such a huge episode for her, we did the whole trace thing, the goodbye trace. Well, now she really had a great episode coming into her own as a partner with her dad in Mm -hmm. the business. Yeah. That was kind of cool to see her kind of like season one abby again like wheeling and dealing and like- yeah exactly exactly the the business yeah the abby's business side and she's yeah she's she's savvy she's smart you know and smart. it's it's good to it's good to see her you know using yeah. the using her skills yeah and the way she talked to those two um partners you know um challenged them on being long time yeah i thought she was just great and she totally yeah. earned my respect Oh, yeah. I mean, I was like, you know, yeah, like, let's show all these like strong females. I was all about that. that I know. Good. I know that that was a great moment for her. So yeah. really kind of set her up for success with her um, dad's business. And yeah, that was awesome. That was so, really good. So yay, Abby, good episode for her. Really strong one for her. Um, definitely still, would you say she is the main character? I would. I, I would say she is the main character, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of stuff is, you know, she's the oldest daughter and, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people come to her for advice. You know, mm-hmm. we see a lot, we see more of her storylines. Yeah. Uh, her storyline. Um. So yeah, I think she is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's good. Cause I was wondering if they were going to kind of make this more of an ensemble type of show after Trace left, but um. I mean, I think, I think they are like, I think that she has, I think like a little bit more time than other people, Yeah. but I do feel like it is like an ensemble, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we're we're invested. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So the next, next person I want to um, talk about moving on to Brie because, yes. because you and I, specifically we're so excited about her love triangle coming up mm-hmm. with this yeah. Jerome Trask who was her high school nemesis and then mm-hmm. Luke Tatum who was this um high school crush so we get a meet cute in this episode with both of these guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did that play out to you I I really liked it. I really thought it was interesting how she had the meet cute with um with Jerome, mm-hmm. I guess Jerry now, Jerry. but I'm gonna call him Jerome probably the rest of the time. <laughs> but um I loved how he was just kind of like like how she was like bringing all of this like high school baggage and he was like oh, I'm sorry about that. And then right. he was just like trying to forget it. And then she, he could tell she was like holding on to it, you know, well, it was. typical Brie fashion. Um, <laughs> and then she was just so Brie and it was just, it was, it was so funny. I, I, I enjoyed that. I did too. I mean, she totally misread the situation in high school, you know, like, yeah, she thought he hated her. He thought she hated him. You know, uh. they both kind of felt like, they were out of each other's league a little bit and yeah. she, she totally misread it. Um, 
The only thing that I was disappointed in this storyline, so it so quickly answered the high school angst problem, you know, when he like mm. wrapped it up real quick and said, oh, I just didn't know, you know, how to, you were out of my league. I didn't know how to talk to you and stuff. Mm. Like there wasn't a couple episodes of push and pull, uh, you know. You would of, like to see some of that feisty banter. Yeah, like, yeah, eh, yeah. Enemies, <laughs> you know, the enemies are back at it again. Yeah, I do. I do like that kind of thing. So I, I understand what you mean. Yeah, yeah. They, they could have definitely done more, and I would have been like, okay, this is this is fun. Exactly. I think it was was it you or was it Casey who made the observation that um the things just come kind of easily for the O'Briens, like especially um, mm. love interests and stuff. Like, Yeah, it might've been Casey. I don't think it I might've been that. Casey. But, but yeah, they, from, they, they do. Yeah, and apart from Trace and Abby, of course, that wasn't very easy, but um, yeah, like it just kind of falls in their lap and stuff. And so mm. I, was, I was like, oh, that happened again here with Jerry, but I still think there's potential. Yeah, yeah, mm. I think so. Yeah. I I think um the guy who's playing him I forgot his name. Oh, but he's I doing a good job. Is Matthew Kevin Anderson? Okay, Matthew Kevin Anderson. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah. yeah, he's good. I like him. I know he looks <laughs> great. So um, so we have this with Bree, kind of a, a peer thing. Mm -hmm. But now she runs into Luke Tatum mm -hmm. at the thrift store or at the goodwill or whatever the chesapeake shores equivalent is to that she's donating things mm -hmm. right yeah kind of just casually walking by but you know as the viewer you know he's there to like pick things up <laughs> yeah and it's so he's probably life. like oh my gosh i'm so glad you didn't come here like a minute later I know. because i would have been over here picking out stuff I, know. I was like oh no please don't let this happen and i was like whew Okay, because I just knew how bad he was going to feel and, you know, he's a man and pride yeah. and all that. And so I was like, oh, no, I don't want him to have to I know. have to deal with that. He seems like he has enough to deal with. So Yes, it definitely did. I mean, he already had enough to deal with. And yet here, it was kind of cool for him to run into Bree, who still kind of saw him with these, you know, um, this yeah. had him on a pedestal. Was yeah, the crush, the crush, the crush eyes, you know. <laughs> exactly. And you could tell he kind of like stood up a little straighter. He, he, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I like that. I, and then it was interesting. What did I put that he, you know, quoted Robert Frost to her? I did think it was kind of weird. Like Rachel said, that was kind of weird. And then when he, when I saw it, I was like, okay, this is still a little bit weird. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. He just like out of the blue. Yeah. <laughs> quotes this poet that she totally is like oh, yeah you know yeah and I was just like this seems a little bit strange I don't know this character well enough but it seems a little bit off it felt it felt inauthentic so we'll see if he kind of just does that now or if that's really is who a part of you know yeah mm -hmm. who he is who yeah exactly who he is but from what we know of him so far what we what we're trying to piece together here in season um five uh, that that was kind of out of the blue mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for sure <laughs> <laughs> so there there's potential there too i definitely like this guy i i think he you know kevin offered him a job at the bridge mm -hmm. yeah. potentially you know like go and see mm -hmm. and um i mean that's 
we know already because of promo shots and stuff that that's going to happen. Yeah. That could be good. That could be good. I, I would, because, you know, they kind of need, well, I mean, Mick has the bridge connection, but he's working with Abby, so they were going to show that. So we kind yeah. of need, if they're going to keep showing it, another bridge connection. And I think this is a good way to, to, I do to have it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's a good point, because it's Mix now. Yeah. It's Mix, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So let's talk about Jess and David. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bless her heart. Oh, they're having a hard time. What did you think about their storyline with this prenup? I was just like, this is such a peck thing, you know, to do, to just pretend to be like, you know, everything's fine. We're okay with everything. And then just stealthily leave a prenup in your room and not tell your son. Right. Leave it for your future daughter-in-law in her room. And I was just like, if that happened to me, I would just be like looking around like... (laughs) Like, is there cameras in here? Like, is this like a joke? Like, how could like nobody talk to me about this? They just leave it here? Yeah, totally. So the whole episode, she like can't get it out. She can't spit it out. She can't, yeah. To David that like, this happened. You know, your parents left me this. And Mm, I know, yeah. She Uh, came up with a couple things to say instead. I think two. And then she finally. Finally. But I know that it's, you know, they've kind of shown that, you know, conflict and things like that are really hard for, for Jess. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Which, which knowing that about her, I was so glad. I'm always so glad when she does the mature thing and, you know, she, yeah. she did, did bring it up and say, have to tell you this, you know, your parents left me a prenup and, and he was like, that's so like them. You know, he just understood right away. Yeah. I, and I liked, I appreciated that. But he wasn't like, how could you not tell me? Because he, I think he knows Jess. I think she know he probably knows she struggles with that. Yeah. You know, and he was just like, you know, mm-hmm. I, that's so them. And, you know, yeah. thanks yeah. for telling me about it. Yeah. And he said he didn't want her to sign. He was like, yeah, no way. You do not need to sign. You know, they had that cute interaction about, you know, if anything, you should, you should sign one. I have a thriving business. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I like that. I, we know when we met, I was the in owner and you were just, you know, <laughs> you were a waiter. At yeah. So cute. Okay. So do you think he implied that he threw it into the campfire or, or he said like, oh, I took care of it. And she was like, yeah. you did. And yeah, I he thought, did say that. What did he I thought he like burned it in the campfire, but then they just kind of like moved on from then. So I'm, yeah, I I thought he did say something about destroying it. I really think he did say that because he's like, oh yeah, I found it earlier today. You know, thanks for telling me. And he's like, oh, I blah, blah, blah. I forgot what he said, but I think he did destroy it or say something about it. (laughs) He totally destroyed it. And then, but then she did, she did tell him that um, there was this piece of jewelry, you know, yeah. Probably fake, you know. Yeah. Mom gave me that too. He's like, oh no, that's real. Oh no, that was like my grandmother's, and it's real. And she's like freaking out in like typical dress fashion, running across. Oh my gosh, and like running across the yard. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So they were they were cute. They continue to be super cute to me. Yes, I love them. I really do like them. I like that the. little the bright spot they bring or that they have brought now there seems to be more brightness but I do like I do just like them a lot yeah 
which were all set up for a mid-season wedding, which will be yeah. exciting. So a couple more episodes until a wedding. We don't have to wait till the finale. Yeah, I don't even have to wait. So I'm excited. That's yeah, only a few more episodes. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so absent from this episode was Connor. Connor wasn't there. Yeah, he wasn't. Mm-mm. Which absent was yeah. This, he, he. I mean, he's busy working, but no, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Sarah. Yeah, that's true. And um, I don't not much Megan, if I remember right. She um thinks, yeah. I don't think there was a lot of her. I nope. don't remember a lot of her in that in the second one. Not yeah, not Megan, not Nell, of course. And um, you know, Kevin, I just think Kevin does such a great job at bopping around actually showing up where you know a sibling needs him or someone needs him like he just right there yeah, at the end had that, that was sweet I like that I did too he had such a precious scene with Abby um after her run yeah I don't know what he said he said something like um you know you can't go you can't heal if you go back to what broke you mm-hmm. yeah but that, was, that was really good yeah very very interesting so Kevin, such a good guy. Yeah, good, a good brother. Yeah. He's like, yep, this is yours. Yeah. That was sweet. (laughs) That was, see, that was uh, episode two. Mm -hmm. Um, I I definitely remember two weeks ago, I I liked it. I was excited about the, you know, where they went with certain things. And, um, you know, of course, that just set us right up for episode three because we did not meet someone that we really wanted to meet in episode two we yes. them. <laughs> we had to say goodbye to trace and so now with we're already uh, off to the races here off to the races we'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode and that is the hallmarkies patreon do you love hallmarkies podcast Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell. Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. This um, episode three is called Are the Stars Out Tonight? And we were already warned that this was a big episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. What did someone say that we saw online? They said it was the best episode. They said it was one of the best of this season. That's what Thief Sutton, I think that's how you say it. Um, That's what, that's what he tweeted. You know, check this episode out. It's one of the best of the whole season. So, and there was a lot of stuff and a lot (laughs) of moments packed into this episode. So many, so many. He's like, wow. I know. I know. I, okay, so impression. I mean, let's go jump right into Robert Buckley here. How uh, yes. <laughs> I just love him. 
I know we finally meet Evan Kincaid. What did you think of this whole this whole oh character? My gosh. Oh my gosh. You know what? It's so it's just so great because Robert Buckley is like the I'm like I'm about to cry. I don't know why. <laughs> Robert so Buckley is just so he's just so perfect for this character. I mean, he is just he's so like he's just such a very positive person and he's like a person who's like in real life who like does humor really well and I just I just love the way that Evan is like kind of scatterbrained and kind of like "Mm, you know I just don't really know like now you're telling me this and I don't really know if I want this like he's just like so just like all over the place and he's like oh yeah well I'll just come to you guys you know uh you know my private plane or whatever you know I'm gonna go to DC anyway like yes like you just don't know what he's gonna say and he's on the hoverboard then he's like I'm bored of it like you just take it it's probably like cost three thousand dollars you know he doesn't care and I'm just like oh my gosh like you are like he is kind of annoying and it's like only because Robert is does it so well that's like still kind of like charming even though he is annoying (laughs) um I don't know I just like the um just the kind of very different kind of character that he is yeah and the way that he's bringing that into the show yeah Um, I mean, right away, he does. Right away, he brings this energy and he brings like this scatterbrained billionaire, you know, like he, this this means everything to Abby and Mick and their business. His, the Kincaid project means everything to them. And he's just like, "Uh, I don't want to do it anymore. And they're like, wait, wait. Wait, we need you. You need to come to this beautiful place. (laughs) Yeah. So he is just like this, he's untethered. Like he needs someone to like bring him back down to earth and, you know, kind of care about something. Um, So it's really kind of neat to see him enter the O'Brien world here. Yeah. Um, I liked him a lot. I loved his line when he said, um, oh, how's the fishing here? And they said, it's great. Some of the best in the best in the country, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, great. I've never tried it. Never tried fishing, but I want to try it someday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And then he's like calling them and he's like rock climbing. Yeah. Then, you know, I love that like he was like, oh, I'm playing golf. And Abby's like, yeah. So I thought about golf. And then I thought about the last place I'd go. And then I came here and found you playing mini golf, a billionaire playing mini golf. And that was just so funny to me. I was just like, because I personally love mini golf, but yeah. he's like a, you know, 30 something old billionaire man. And so he's not really supposed to be, supposed he's to be. Interest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Was- you just see like, he's this man child who, you know, yeah. he just wants, he's so playful. And um, I liked the insight at the end that he gave to kind of just his life you know everyone wants to please a billionaire people yeah, want me, yeah. people want me to like them to invest to get get something from me mm-hmm. but he's like I I want to work with you Abby you don't like me and that- <laughs> <laughs> so funny he's like yeah I want to work with you because you don't like me right because you're not gonna just say whatever yes I'll do whatever you want no you know? and I was like that is so funny that is so it was this perfect like a hallmark moment to me I was like 
I love this. You know, like let's work together because you don't like me. I don't like you. Like we're going to be honest with each other. Like I can trust you because of that. And then we're going to watch it turn into hopefully something really tender. But yeah. um, right now it's just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Right now <laughs> hilarious is, is all I need. Yeah. And you know, and then, and then when, um, when, um, what's her name? Abby, when she was like, all right, goodbye, Mr. Kincaid. I don't, I don't do first names. I love that too. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> Cause he's like, I don't do last names. You're Meg, yeah. you're Abby. I'm, you know, Evan, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. She was sassy. She was like confused, super confused yeah. by him. And I thought that was so fun. I love it. Um, okay. Excited. As, as great as his intro was to this episode and to the season, I thought this episode specifically belonged to two other characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Con- I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Connor. Uh-huh. Oh, man, that was awesome. It was awesome. I was like, where is this coming from? Like Hallmark talking about like, you know, you know, like good issues. I was like, this is like so great. I love that. No, you know, like and gender you, equality, you know, pay gap. I'm like, who would have thought, you know? I, exactly. This wage discrimination and gender equality in the courtroom. One, he finally gets his day in, in court. Like yeah. literally yeah. to prove himself in mm-hmm. court. And he's brilliant at it. Yeah. He did a great job making it personal. Mm-hmm. And like when he was saying that stuff, I was like, this is so true because people always say that like about women, like women are better patients than men. Like when they get sick, they're usually just, women are just generally internally stronger, I think. And, um, you know, I, I used to, um, with a PT lady at the school, the high school that I went to, she was like, oh, when men have to get in the ice bath, she was like, they just, they, it takes them so long. They complain, they whine, they inch. He's like, she's like, when the girls have to do it, they don't do all that. But right. for the guy to do it, they just act like it's the end of the world. It's like, just yeah. get in and get over it, you know? And so women do have just some kind of internal, just yeah. intense, like strength, you know? And I, it's just something that, you know, yeah. I just think that God just gave women and maybe they're not physically as strong, but they yeah. have a, intense you know strong nature and I think that that's the beauty of of um, gender equality is that it's noticing the differences but also like valuing what what each brings to the table exactly if the man is bringing his brawn and his strength and you know he should that's valuable but a woman here to bring her um her inner strength and Connor's Connor's example was, you know, when a woman solves a problem, she doesn't just solve that problem. She solves three problems beyond it, you know? I love that. Thinks it through and she's like, how can we not do that again? You know, how can we work Mm -hmm. it this way? And it was, that was so true. I mean, it's so true. Yeah. I know. Yeah, exactly. I felt the same way. Women really, women really think through things and, um, and like, yeah, they think they, you know, they work smarter, not harder because they think through things so yeah. well and so yeah. far beyond, like he was yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's, that's the point of, of the equality thing. It's not just to make everyone the same, but yeah. to value what, what people bring to the table and exactly. the strength that they have. And so we can all be stronger together. So 
I mean, I thought he did such a great job at fighting this case and bringing up points, stating his his case, you know, and the, the gender equality with that the women were being denied even like the forklift license. Yeah. License that, you know. I was like, that so sounds like real life. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we're not going to hire women and we're not going to hire them and not let them, you know, get the forklift license so they can be as quote strong as men and be effective. Like that's that's, right. That's great. No, he just, he just did such a great job with that case. And it was really fun to see. That's what we've been wanting. If we're going to spend so much time with Connor as a lawyer, you know, his storyline as a lawyer, show us him in court, you know? Yeah. So making great arguments. Yeah. mm -hmm. They, they totally, totally did a great job with his storyline and he, um, he just knocked it out of the park. I thought he was so cute with his, um, paralegal. Mm -hmm. Margaret. Yeah. I think her name's Margaret. Yeah. 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 I thought so too. He said something about being the shark. Was I a shark in there? And she said, I think more like a dolphin. Yeah, that was funny. I like that. Yeah. Where she sees the soft side of him though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could still go either way with them. I could, I could definitely ship them and want them to be romantic, but I could definitely see them as a strong uh, platonic yeah friends co-workers friends mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah I can see either way I'm I'm interested to see um what is what's gonna happen Me too. <laughs> I hope it's romantic just like yeah. my heart always want my I want them to yeah happily yeah romantic and so yeah okay so that was that's who I first thought this episode the star of the episode was Connor yeah but really, we can't not talk about Luke. Yeah, we really can't. Not with the not with the all the scenes that um, he got to have with um, with Mick and and yeah. yeah, I was like, wow, like this is like when it was the last scene, I was like, this is good, like this is yeah. like intense, and they're both like doing a good job, like bringing in the emotion into this yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah, they did, and you know. All three episodes, Luke has interacted with a new O'Brien. <laughs> like yeah, first, yeah. first episode, it was Kevin. The second episode here, it was Bree. And mm-hmm. then now this third episode is yeah. Mick. And so he's really kind of establishing himself in the mm-hmm. O'Brien world. But um, he and Mick, though, I'm they just they just had like great chemistry, like right away, just, you know, and maybe I shouldn't call it chemistry because it's obviously, it's not a romantic thing, but I mean, just like, still like a, yeah, it was a a chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Camaraderie or um, an understanding maybe. Mm -hmm. So he comes into the bridge to, to ask about a job and right away is just super helpful with the fuse box and something yeah. else fixed and you know mm-hmm. he's like indispensable already yeah. uh, to Mick so Mick hires him and stuff but then we finally get to hear more background on Luke yes I was like can you tell us what's this guy's deal <laughs> like all this you know, shouted mystery of like what did he do is he on drugs is he what happened to him no I know. So, I mean, he just like 
first of all, he's an orphan now. I mean, like, I guess yeah. do you call an adult an orphan? I don't know. I don't think so. But I mean, both of his parents have passed. Yeah. They had a really hard time bouncing back from that. He started to drink heavily. And then in, in pure Hallmark, you know, rose-colored glasses, of course, what he gets sent to jail from or for was yeah. a altercation he had while he was drunk doing a good deed. Like, he like yeah, yeah. Was I was like, oh, yeah. That was very well said. Only in Harmark fashion would he go to prison doing something good, you know? And I was just like, of course. But, you know, I was like, it's fine. You know, we're talking about how great women are. He's defending women. It's, you know, great. Right. Totally Everyone's defending, defending women. <laughs> totally defending this waitress, you know, from, from unwanted advances, I guess, at this bar. Yeah. So he's drunk. He punches some guy. He gets sent to prison for assault and battery because the guy gets hurt, like really yeah. hurt, like on the back of his head, almost yeah. dies. And um, he, you know, now is an ex-con. And so he needs Mick to sign these papers to have an ex-con work for him. Yeah. But I I totally giggled a little bit. I was like, of course he's not a villain. Like, yeah. Like we've got to show his good character. He fell on hard times, yeah. but he's not a villain. Like, yeah. We, we want to be able to have redemption, have yeah. it be believable and have people want to root for this person, which is all in Hallmark fun. And it's, yes. and yes, is that what I want to see personally? Yes. Like if someone's a villain, like I'm very bad about writing off villains and just being like, I don't care about you. So right. they want us to care. They want us <laughs> and to, to care. be invested. Yeah. yeah and to they see do. him, you know, you know, yeah. redemption, which I, everyone loves redemption storyline. I, I love, I love that. It. So I, I look forward to, to seeing that. Me too. Me too. And I really, I look forward to him and Mick having more scenes together. Yeah. Mick was so fatherly, so um, understanding, you know, just like he was. I have ex-cons work for me on a, on a construction site. Like, yeah, just be honest with me and, yeah. you know, okay, let's move on from that. You know, let, let's, yeah. let's see where it goes from here. And, um, did he, was Luke crying? I saw Stephen Huzar a tear on his face and did I saw Treat Williams with a tear. I was like, these men are bringing the A game because they both got tears rolling down their face in this scene. And they really did a good job. And then I saw um, Stephen Huzar, he did a post just talking about how great it was to work with, you know, legendary Treat Williams. And Treat Williams is very good at what he does. He yeah. is a very good patriarch. He's just, yeah. he's just so good at doing different kinds of scenes, you know, yeah. and just different kinds of emotions. He just does it so well. Yeah. Um, and they they did a great job in that scene and I loved how even in true Mick fashion he got angry and he like yes. was like no tell me what it is and he like closed the door and I was like that's what Mick would do because he kind of has anger problems sometimes and I appreciated yes. that they, even in that moment that was yes. about to be like emo emotional like they brought in his anger and then yeah. you know and then Luke yeah. you know kind of opened up and it's like okay this is you know what happened to me and yeah. like why everything went down like this mm -hmm. so he got to tell his full story. We got to hear a real good yeah. background story to this mysterious character who now like we just want to we just want him to go thrive, you know, because we yeah. compassion. And we got we got answers, Carrie. We found out something. <laughs> so happy. You know, it wasn't just like some mysterious, you know, like thing like we got answers. We got, you know, 
stuff happened to his parents. He went to prison. Why he went to prison? We got all the answers. And in past seasons, that hasn't really happened. So we have answers. I'm so glad to know. I am so excited because these writers this season are actually telling us things. They're actually inviting us into a deeper part of the story. You know, um, a breakup that's believable. uh, Yeah. Story. You know, a backstory that you that that you actually get to hear the details of, you know, the third episode in, I mean, they are, they are doing such a good job inviting me into these, these stories to actually care about these characters because I know things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Feels good to know things, you know, know the who, what, when, where, why's if, you know, just big shorts. Right. (laughs) Right. It's, just it's just been so good so yeah okay so those are those are the two storylines that i thought were so good this episode connor and luke and um they were they were the stars to me so there were a couple i mean like you said there were a lot of other things that was were going on um any any that you want to mention Oh, from last night. Oh, I did appreciate, um, I thought that scene with Jay, I thought that was cute. Um, it was kind of a brief, you know, scene, but I thought that was sweet. It was so sweet. Okay, describe it. Okay, so Abby is, you know, what did he call it? He's, she's walking and texting and then he's like, you know, Abby, like, you know, what's wrong? And he could tell like she's upset because yeah. she's, you know, just been hung up on, just been told like she might not get this project. And Jay is just like, I just love how concerned he is. Like, he's just like, she seems like upset and stressed. He's so concerned. It's genuine. And he's just like, okay, let's just, you know, count to five and like, try to just, you know, try to relax. At first she's like one, two, three. And then she's like, four, five, (laughs) you know? So she kind of like takes a deep breath. And then, you know, she's like, close your, he's like, close your eyes. And she's like looking at him like, I'm not sure if I want to do that. Like, are you going to kiss me? Like what's going to happen? Right. (laughs) And so she skeptically closes her eyes and then he just kind of takes her hands. Mm -hmm. And then I forgot what he said. Um, I mean, he just really calms her down, but I, you know, like, yeah, he held, he killed her hands and he said, picture, did you say picture like a, you know, he's, he's like, what do you smell? What do you see? Like, he's just, Oh yeah. You know, grounding. It's like a grounding exercise. It is a grounding my exercise. Therapist my therapist would say, yeah. It's a tried and true um, therapist, you know, yeah. go to, to say, I am so anxious, but what is my reality right now? Yes. Where am I? What can I? Yeah. What can I, what can I see? What do I smell? Yeah. What do I hear? Um, I, I'm kind of forgetting some other things, but yeah. just, just that and he does that for her in such a kind way and honestly I think it's the first time that she feels like there could be more than I think it was Mm -hmm. I think that she really you know she got to slow down for a moment Mm -hmm. ground herself open her eyes see this man who's taking minutes to just you know be with her and just like care about her and that was like and I think that that's what she felt in her heart when he walked away and she's smiling because he's she's like, wow, like he like really cares about me to like stop and like go through that and do that, you know, for me. Yeah. 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 I I, I like I thought that. that was nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was I that was good. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a nice oh, moment. Juice box Jay. I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Call him Juice Box Jay. 
juice box. Because he was that one episode drinking a juice box. He was. He was. <laughs> it stuck with me. So, okay. So just a quick mention of Brie. I mean, Brie and Jerry have another little kind of walk and talk mm-hmm. scene where it comes out that she actually wrote about him in this book. Yes. So she the like infamous changed, book. <laughs> changed his name, wrote about him. And yeah. um, so they do have some deeper feelings there, I think, than just the nemesis. Um, mm-hmm. Cause then Abby said, Oh, he was cute. Wasn't he? Right. That's why you seem kind of right. <laughs> jazzed up. <laughs> so cute. So, and then Kevin, of course, comes in and has another great moment with a sibling with Bree. And he, he, you know, he like encourages her as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just, he's just great. He turns up at the right time. He's really he's more- a good supporter. Yes. He's really more of the um, sweet, supportive, fatherly role than Mick ever has been. Yeah. For yeah. These, these siblings, but so sweet. Um. Okay, one thing I thought was interesting, uh, we can wrap up here in a little bit, but Meg, uh, Megan, I thought was kind of cool, like kind of put more to her storyline where we see her interest in art and she has this painting that she wants to get to the, you know, find who painted it and all of this. And what I appreciated about um her and Mick in this episode is that they have these scenes that look forward and it's not always yeah. looking back mm-hmm. analyzing what happened yeah exactly yeah 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 so that's good I, I mean that's just one thing little thing I wanted to mention but yeah. uh, I'm glad if we're going to believe that they're moving forward with the actual relationship exactly and I like that you know we're seeing them in positive situations like yeah. He's calling her from the backyard and she's right. in the backyard and, you know, they're at this little shop together. Yes. They're eating dinner together. You know, like they're starting to show them like positively interact. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, and it's, it's nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. So no, um, no Jess and David in this episode. Yeah. Not in this one. Mm-mm. I missed them. Well, yeah. They only briefly mentioned their flowers i think maybe and that was the only mention yeah. of anything regarding to them i think right <laughs> well i i did miss them but like i said about the pacing of this yeah. season it's like i almost didn't have time to realize that they weren't in the yeah episode. exactly i actually didn't realize it till the end and i was like oh we never saw justin david because right. everything was just like moving and moving right. quick <laughs> right well okay so i did think that this held up to um, to be a really great episode. I, th- I think it did too. I was I was impressed by the episode. Impressed with you know the good issue that they were talking about, yeah. the emotion and the realness of you know um, Luke's you know character story. Yeah. Um, the brightness that Evan's introduction you know brought to Chesapeake Shores, and um, just everything. I just yeah. I thought it was I thought it was well done. Me too. Me too. And yeah, we're so I'm nervous so when we when we hear, you know, someone say, This is one of the best things I've ever done or the best episodes. And you're yeah. like, Oh, please, please be good. And it totally was. So yeah. Hey. Yes. Hey, Chesapeake Shores. Too good. <laughs> yes. A couple of good episodes. I'm yes. just looking forward to where we go from, you know, from here. I think yeah. it's I think it's good. I think we're getting into good you know good territory so Mm -hmm. 
I do too. And I appreciate that, you know, they have us hooked and, yeah. but then, but we're not like waiting, waiting, waiting each episode for something to happen. Like they're, they have us yeah. hooked and they're giving, giving us storylines. They're giving us yeah. interactions and people and chemistry and mm -hmm. man, it's, it's good. It's all good for me. I'm, I'm it's really good. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm just like, wow, like, how is this like even like, it just seems so different to me. Like, it, it just does. seems, it seems really different. And it has been a long time since I've seen the last season since, you know, <laughs> there was this really long break. So maybe that's kind of impacting it more. But it's like, yeah. from what I remember from like two years ago, like, it just feels like really different and like it and good and just, you know, yeah. I think paced really well and good yeah. storylines and you know new blood you know in the in the mix in yeah. the casting and yeah I'm, I'm like they're they're they did a good job you know writing this and doing this and I'm so glad for um okay so you said it taken it you've seen this a long time ago season four I recently watched it for the first yeah. time this That's past right. summer and um it still feels like that I mean okay it, That's it, good. that holds good up know. okay yeah, I think it holds up whether you've seen it, you know, two summers ago or yeah. just caught up and binge watched all of the seasons. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, good. That's up. good to know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys, yes, we want to know what you thought of episode two and episode three of Chesapeake Shore. So definitely leave a comment here on YouTube or a review on iTunes if you're watching there. Uh, we will be back, like we said, in two weeks for another Chesapeake chat. But in the meantime, be sure to subscribe and follow to the Hallmarkies podcast all over social media. We'd love to interact with you um, everywhere we are. So, hey, Anne, where can people find you on social media besides the Hallmarkies podcast? Yes, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at awscott21, both of the same. Awesome. Okay, what about yeah. you, Carrie? Yeah, definitely. Um, come over to Instagram and find me at Hallmark Comics. That's Hallmark underscore comics. And I don't know, I've been thinking of a comic series about Chesapeake Shores. Oh. I don't know. I'm kind of like thinking through one. <laughs> see what I can do with uh, Chesapeake. That would be good. <laughs> I would be interested to see what kind of comics you can come up with. For I Chesapeake know, we'll Shore. see. <laughs> we'll see. I'm just enjoying the season right now. I mean, yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of fun. We'll put that on hold for a little bit, but thank you for joining us, everyone. We will see you next time on Chesapeake Chats. Bye. Bye-bye.